What do you think about Oxford Street being closed off to the public today for a street party? I think it's great. Everyone's having a great time, enjoying the sunshine. So it's pretty revealing what you've got on, isn't it? It is revealing, but you know, the thing is, if we're taking sex out of queer rights, I don't want any part of it. What does the march mean to you? Oh, just freedom! And being able to close the Harbour Bridge is pretty amazing. It's fantastic to have so many people here celebrating World Pride in Sydney. Can we move here? Yeah. <laughs> This way out, the international LGBTQ radio magazine, I'm Greg Gordon. Uganda lawmakers consider criminalizing coming out. Israel's top court okays queer couples at Utah civil marriages. And Sydney World Pride parties on Oxford Street and bridges the harbor. Those stories and more this week because you've chosen This Way Out. Elena Botkin-Levy. And I'm Joe Bainline. With News Wrap, a summary of some of the news in or affecting LGBTQ communities around the world for the week ending March 11th, 2023. Just coming out as LGBTQ in Uganda could land you in prison for up to 10 years under a new law currently under consideration. Landlords who knowingly rent to LGBTQ people could go to jail for up to seven years, and funding or promotion of LGBTQ activities could get up to five years. Private, consensual, adult, same-gender sex is already punishable by up to life in prison in Uganda. A move to make it a crime worthy of the death penalty made headlines around the world a decade ago. The latest anti-homosexuality bill criminalizes anyone who publicly identifies with lesbianism, gay, transgender, queer, or any other sexual or gender identity, contrary to the binary categories of male and female. Efforts to further oppress LGBTQ people come after the nation's Anglican and Muslim clerics were angered by the Global Anglican Communion's decision to allow its priests to bless same-gender unions. There have also been a few bold efforts at queer activism in recent weeks. Authorities quickly swooped in to remove the painting of rainbow colors at a children's park. Ugandan activists and human rights defenders around the world are strongly condemning the latest anti-queer crackdown. Parliamentary Speaker Anita Among is warning MPs not to bow to Western intimidation. The bill has already had its first reading. There will be public hearings with a parliamentary committee before it returns to the full chamber for debate and vote. A court in Burundi charged 24 people with homosexual practices and incitement to homosexual practices this week. They were arrested during a raid in late February at an HIV-AIDS education seminar in the East Central African nation's capital, Gitega. The 17 men and 7 women caught up in the raid were interrogated for 10 days, as Armel Nyungari of the human rights group Akat Burundi told Ajaz Franz Press. Neighbors apparently called police when they noticed teenagers entering the offices of the nonprofit Muko Burundi. Police claimed they found condoms and documents on the rights of homosexuals at the scene. 
Same-gender sex is punishable in Burundi by up to two years in prison and a hefty fine under legislation approved in 2009. President Evariste Ndeisimie recently called on all Burundians to curse those who indulge in homosexuality because God cannot bear it. They must be banished and treated as pariahs in our country. Israel's High Court of Justice has approved the registration of civil marriages performed online in Utah. As long as at least one member of the couple or the officiate is physically present in the U.S. state, officials there made marriages conducted through video conferencing software legal in 2000. There are no civil marriages in Israel. All marriages must be performed by religious authorities, and the anti-queer tenets in most Jewish, Muslim, and Christian traditions make marriage impossible for same-gender couples. Utah's Zoom weddings became even more popular during the COVID pandemic, with thousands of couples around the world taking advantage of the opportunity. Some 600 Israeli couples have tied the knot that way in the past three years, including same-gender and interfaith couples. The country's high court rejected a government appeal and ordered the Population Authority to register all of them. A petition filed by the pro-equality organization Hidush broke the dam at a time when the administration of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is facing historic street protests for trying to take control of the judiciary. Netanyahu himself was re-elected despite an ongoing corruption investigation. Hidush attorney Segi Egman said, The time has come for Israel to move forward into the 21st century and allow civil marriage for everyone. Japan's major opposition, Constitutional Democratic Party, has turned up the heat on embattled Prime Minister Fumio Kishida by introducing a marriage equality bill in Parliament. Kishida recently fired a high-ranking member of his administration for making homophobic comments, then turned around and said that it's not unfair discrimination to deny civil marriage to same-gender couples. Kishida's popularity has plunged in the past year to an all-time low of 30%, and pundits think part of the reason is his administration's steadfast opposition to marriage equality in the face of growing public support, and the fact that Japan is the only G7 nation without it. Unfortunately, the opposition party's bill is seen as merely symbolic. Kishida's ruling coalition government is likely to quash any legislative attempts at equality. Michigan is becoming the latest U.S. state to ban discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity or expression in employment, housing, and public accommodations. Elections, as they say, have consequences. Last November, voters ushered in Democratic majorities in both chambers of the state legislature and the governor's mansion for the first time in 40 years. Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer has already promised to sign the bill. It adds LGBTQ protections to existing anti-discrimination laws that already ban bias based on race, religion, gender, and similar characteristics. LGBTQ people are only protected from discrimination in about half of the United States. Many jurisdictions in other states have enacted local LGBTQ rights ordinances. Activists continue to push for passage of a federal equality act that would enact national anti-bias protections based on sexual orientation, 
and gender expression or identity. President Joe Biden has promised to sign it if it ever reaches his desk. The Alaska State Commission for Human Rights has been quietly watering down anti-bias protections for LGBTQ people. This according to a report jointly published by ProPublica and the Anchorage Daily News this week. Following the U.S. Supreme Court's 2021 Bostock ruling against anti-queer discrimination in employment, Alaska officials announced that those protections extended to housing, government practices, finance, and public accommodations. Those specific protections were disappeared from the commission's website in 2022, according to the news outlets, and the agency has since been dealing only with claims of employment discrimination. The words sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression were removed from the list of causes of discrimination in August of last year, a statement that it is illegal in some circumstances to discriminate against LGBTQ people is now buried in the verbiage. The advocacy group Identity Alaska is calling the apparent weekend of protections state-sponsored discrimination. Finally, satirist John Stewart's latest Apple TV problem is with people who rail against drag queen story hours while at the same time oppose any reasonable firearms control. Stewart's nemesis was Republican Oklahoma state lawmaker Nathan Dom, who loves guns but has no problem keeping fabulously coiffed entertainers from reading diversity-building children's books to kids and their parents. Stewart's confrontational interview with Dom has gone viral. Here's a bit of it. You want to ban drag show readings to children? To my house, yes. Are you infringing on that performer's free speech? They can continue to exercise their free speech, just not in front of a child. Why? Because the government does have a responsibility to protect... I'm sorry? The government does have a responsibility uh-huh. in certain instances to What's the children? leading cause of death amongst children in this country? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not drag show readings to children. Correct, yes. It's firearms. More than cancer, more than car accidents. Meanwhile, ultra-fabulous entertainer, entrepreneur, and host of RuPaul's Drag Race and the TV game show Lingo posted a rallying cry against anti-drag bullies on Instagram this week. Here's some of what RuPaul Charles had to say. We know that bullies look for easy targets so they can give the impression of being effective. They think our love, our light, our laughter, and our joy are signs of weakness. But they're wrong, because that is our strength. Drag queens are the Marines of the queer movement. Don't get it twisted and don't be distracted. Register to vote so we can get these stunt queens out of office and put some smart people with real solutions into government. That's News Wrap, global queer news with attitude for the week ending March 11th, 2023. Follow the news in your area and around the world. An informed community is a strong community. News Wrap is written by Greg Gordon, edited by Lucia Chappelle, produced by Brian DeShazer, and brought to you by you. Thank you. Help keep us in ears around the world at thiswayout.org, where you can also read the text of this newscast and much more. For This Way Out, I'm Joe Bainline. Stay healthy. And I'm Elena Botkin-Levy. Stay safe. Our listeners support This Way Out in many ways. By subscribing to our e-newsletter, email us at info at thiswayout.org. And through your financial contributions to our program. More information and a link to give are online at thiswayout.org. Thank you. 
What kind of happening can close a major metropolitan thoroughfare and send thousands of people on foot across one of the world's most iconic bridges? Nothing like it has been seen in Australia since the Aboriginal Walk for Reconciliation more than two decades ago. Correspondent Barry McKay takes us to the history-making events that unfolded from the queer streets of Sydney to the harbour. Sydney World Pride 2023 wound up on the weekend of the 4th and 5th of March. For the two days, Oxford Street, one of Sydney's busiest thoroughfares and the heart of the city's LGBTIQ community, was blocked off to traffic for a large street festival, the first of its kind. On the 5th of March, 50,000 people took part in a historic four-kilometre-long Pride March across Sydney Harbour Bridge, which kicked off very early in the morning. I started out speaking with some of the many people who attended the street party. Hello. Hi, how are you? What's your drag name? Mulan. Where are you from originally? I'm from China. Yeah. How do you find the vibe here today? You're having fun? Oh, it's fabulous. We're having one of the best days. Like, you know, it's... Couldn't be a better day to be gay, don't we? What's the public reaction been? Oh well, we just seen just being ourselves, being fabulous, just bring the fabulous to everyone. I just got here, but I think it's pretty cool, (laughs) and I didn't expect it to be a market. That's awesome, and we're on the street. That's cool also. What about the vibe here? The vibe is good. The vibe is I feel safe to walk in a little bikini on the street, which is uh, nice for me. It's gay, but in a way that I can't wait to bring my future kids to something like this. I can wait. I mean, I'm not going to have kids for another five to ten years, so I can wait in that respect, but I can't wait that when I do have future children, I want them to come to events like this. Totally, totally. To know that events like this are here. Kid-friendly. Very nice. Would you like to see this happen on a regular basis, walking up Oxford Street? Yes. Absolutely, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah, totally. yes. It's quite a different vibe from the actual Mardi Gras parade. Yeah, totally. I like it a lot. It's a lot more relaxed than the parade, which can be really overwhelming and packed. Yeah. And I think not all queers are party queers. They're quiet queers, and they would love something like this, I think. Are you guys having a good time today? Yes, very much. What do you reckon about Oxford Street being blocked off for a street party? I think it's wonderful. Where are you from? Ohio. Ohio? Yeah. Yes. What are your impressions of Sydney so far? Can we move here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, better than the US. It's, yeah. You love it's fantastic. It? We love, love it. it. Uh, well, I'm making copious amounts of bubbles of all various uh, shapes and sizes, and uh, they fit the, fit the theme beautifully, being uh, you know full of rainbows. So making the crowd extremely happy, filled with joy. There's bubble popping going on. There might be some people blowing bubbles in bubbles, perhaps. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What do you think about Oxford Street being closed off to the public today for a street party? I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, have you um, participated in any World Pride events so far? We went to Black and Deadly on Thursday night. How was that? It was awesome. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Went to Black and Deadly as well and to the Human Rights Conference. What's Black and Deadly? The gala at the Opera House. Yeah, the mm. First Nations yeah. concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy World Pride. Thank you. You Same too. To you. you too. Bye. Where are you guys from? We're from Sydney. And can you explain to us... We're off to Bondi Beach. We're off to the Bondi Beach party, so... Can you explain your outfits to us? We're lifesavers. We're lifeguards. Very beach. So you've got, like, a bright yellow uh, skimpy top on. Uh, uh, Is it a crop top? It's a crop crop top. top. Here we are. And you've got uh, 
what we call in Australia budgie smugglers. Yes. Yeah. Tiny little um, speedos on. What what would now be known in America as um, speedos. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Happy World Pride, guys. Happy World Pride. Thank Happy you. So you're with the AIDS Council of New South Wales here at the closing off of Oxford Street today. What's the vibe been? It's been awesome. Everyone's so excited. Everyone's having a great time, enjoying the sunshine. It's been great. What message are you giving out today with your tent here? Um, so we're really promoting safe sex. Um, obviously, it's a great time for everyone to get together, but we want to make sure everyone stays safe. <laughs> we're giving out condoms. We're giving out lube. We've got some fans. We've got some stickers. And we have free sunscreen as well. It's fantastic to see Sydney so alive and covered in rainbows and to be here on Oxford Street reclaiming the street it's World Pride has really recharged Sydney and given the whole community such a lift and it was so needed after COVID so it's it's fantastic to have so many people here and celebrating World Pride in Sydney it's absolutely amazing and it's great to see Oxford Street closed off and it would be great to see this happening as a regular thing, like maybe on the Sunday after the parade, you know, close the street for the parade and then keep it closed on Sunday so that the community can come out for free on the street and celebrate being fabulous and loving one another. I asked Alex Greenwich, the member for Sydney in the New South Wales Parliament, which includes the Oxford Street area, what the idea for closing Oxford Street off for the two-day street party was and if he'd like to see it happen again. Well, today is an activation and a celebration of our city and our LGBTQI community uh, and it's so wonderful to see the smiles on people's faces, the families, the dogs, the drag queens, the colour and movement. Would you like to do it again? Oh, I think we've got to keep on doing this. Yeah, fantastic. Yes. How are you enjoying the day? Let love it. <laughs> it's, it's great. What do you reckon about Oxford Street being closed off for the day? It should be closed off more often. It's great. World Pride has been a tremendous success and everyone's very happy and it's nice to see the city alive again. Hello, how Hello. are you? Very well, thank What's you. What's your name? I'm Maud Boat. And you're one of the most infamous drag queens here I on am Street. one of the most infamous drag queens on the Strip. 35 years and still strong. Are you having uh, fun you, today? I'm having lots of fun. You may remember some of my work from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. They stole my look. All of it they won the Academy Award. What'd they give me? Nothing! <laughs> Have you had a great reception today? Oh well, we're just getting started, but it's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun. We're rehearsing at the moment, so by the end of tomorrow, I'll have it down pat. Are you going on the bridge walk tomorrow? I am. Look out for a four-metre cockatoo. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can I ask you what you're wearing? Um, I'm wearing a bit of history, queer history, Tom of Finland on my slutty little body and enough diamantes to choke a camel. That's pretty uh, revealing what you've got on, isn't it? it? It is revealing, but you know, the thing is, if we're taking sex out of queer rights, I don't want any part of it. Happy World Pride. Happy World Pride indeed. G'day. What do you think of the drag queens? Uh, great entertainers. You know, World Pride is great to celebrate in Sydney, 45 years since out of the bars and into the streets, can't get better than this. Oh, we're in our Aboriginal um, store from Townsville, uh, been in business 10 years now. Yep. All the designs are done by us at uh, Braxton Duty's Clothing and um, we've been operating 10 years and was a sole trader and now we've become a company. So now you've got some beautiful, lovely, colourful pride t-shirts with 
Aboriginal designs on them. Yeah, did you do design them yourself? Yes, we designed them ourselves. Have, what's the vibe been like today? Oh, it's our first Pride, so it's been awesome for us. Yeah, yeah. Well worth our trip from Queensland. Yeah. What do you reckon about Sydney compared to Townsville? Oh, it's very big, but I wouldn't want, it's nice, but I wouldn't want to live here. Yeah. Too big for me. Have you been enjoying today? Yeah, very much, actually. What's the vibe like? Great. People are enjoying themselves, having fun. There's a lot of artistic stuff happening, outrageous stuff. Look around, people are looking beautiful. What have you seen so far? Oh, we've seen different, especially the drag shows. Yeah. They were fantastic, very professional, very fun. Yeah, lots of music. Um, yeah, I don't go to particular things. I just walk around and I let myself be attracted to things. Yeah. Enjoying the street party? Absolutely. This is fantastic, isn't it? It is. It's fantastic to have World Pride here in Australia for the very first time. It's amazing. Where are you from? Sydney. What's the vibe like? The vibe is electric. Everybody's partying. Everybody's having a good time. It's fantastic. Happy World Pride. Happy World Pride, darling. Thank you. After a very early start, just after dawn, I spoke to a number of the 50,000 marchers along the Sydney Harbour Bridge Pride Walk, which was lively, bustling and vibrant. Hello. Hello, how are you? How do you feel about marching with so many people today? It was wonderful. Yeah? We'd just like more music so we could be bopping along. <laughs> what did it mean to you? Oh, well, it's just... It's just nice to have so many gays, lesbians, queers out and about and doing their thing, and it's nice that yeah, and yeah. it's nice that Sydney's doing it. Like, good on Sydney. Happy World Pride. You too. Uh, it's just a celebration of diversity and tolerance. Yeah. And in fabulous numbers. You happy you came along? Absolutely. Today. Hello. What did the bridge walk mean to you? It was just very good fun to everyone to come out and celebrate. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it's just so great to celebrate with all my friends and family. Like, it's just mwah, magic, really magic. Thank you. You're from Scotland? Yes. You enjoying the march today? It's great, but I live here now. It's fantastic. Yeah, what does the march mean to you? Oh, just freedom. Yeah. Freedom! <laughs> How does it feel to be taking part in this ceremony? Fantastic. As part of a First Nations group? <laughs> Fantastic, absolutely. Yeah. And to have visibility. And to be marching with so many people. Absolutely. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean for you personally? Uh, well, I think it means that we are here and we're queer and we're Indigenous and, you know, happy World Pride. Happy World Pride, thank you. <laughs> G'day. Hey. What does the bridge walk mean for you today? It means the fight for queer liberation needs to continue. It's yeah. so important to yeah. see so many people out and about um, defending queer rights. Happy World Pride. Happy World Pride to you too. It means standing up for pride and for equality and just um, celebrating the freedom to love and be who we are. Where are you from? Singapore. Singapore. Happy World Pride. Happy World Pride to you too. Thank you. Very good, mate. Enjoyable? Yeah. Yeah, historic, really. eh? Yes, historic. Never happened again in my lifetime. No. Maybe in yours, but not mine. I think it was a, a thrill at my age to come and see so many people being out and proud and enjoying the day. How old are you? I'm 86, and I all praise to the organiser of this wonderful event. Australia, as usual, punches above its weight, and this is a clear demonstration of that. Well, 
after knowing that the 78ers were bashed up, after having a march to try and get freedom from um, being bashed up and being oppressed, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, it was illegal for boys to be gay. Yeah. So it was to change the laws. And um, yeah, so from coming from that right through to now and being able to close the Harbour Bridge is pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. How do you feel marching with so many people today? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah? Yeah, one, once in a lifetime experience. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> did you get up really early this morning? We did. 6.30, too early. 6.30. How did you feel about that? Oh, well, fine. I was exhilarated to be on the walk. mean for you today? It means being with people I love and adore and seeing lots of people just being their most authentic beautiful selves. It was a celebration of the city I grew up in. Is it the first time that you've seen something like this on this scale? Oh definitely here yeah, in Sydney. Yeah I mean we haven't seen anything like this since the Aboriginal bridge walk over. No we haven't. When was that? A very long time ago. Yeah, it's fabulous. We need more things like this. Fabulous, thank you. Have a cry. What did the bridge walk mean for you today? Um, a fabulous time of coming out after 56 years of hiding, and now I don't have to anymore. You've just come out? Well, not now, but I was in hiding for a long time. Okay. Hey, what did the bridge walk mean for you today? Yes, I'm pretty good. A lot of people in here. I'm very happy. Happy World Pride. Where are you from? I'm from Thai. Thailand? Yes. Sawadikha. G'day. Hey, how you going? How did you feel marching with so many people today? Awesome. It's a little bit of history. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. It's a good feeling. It's good seeing everybody out and about. It's yeah, it's great. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. It's like walking with family. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You had a good time. Fantastic. Yeah. That's good. It's um really special thing, isn't it? it it's well, once in my lifetime that I've been able to walk across the bridge. Uh, with How many people are here today? They said fifty thousand, but it feels more, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For this way out in Sydney, Australia, I'm Barry Mackay. Thanks for choosing This Way Out, brought to you by the nonprofit Overnight Productions. Newswrap was reported this week by Elena Bakhtar-Levy and Joe Brainline, and produced by Brian DeShazer. Correspondent Barry Mackay brought us coverage of the historic Sydney World Pride, Oxford Street Party, and Harbour Bridge Pride Rock. Pet Shop Boys, and from the Sydney World Pride opening concert, Charlie XCX and Jessica Malvoy performed some of the music you heard, and Kim Wilson, composer, performed breathy music. This way, I thank the Richard Rosenberg Foundation and listener donors Richard Merck and Brad Payton of Silicon Valley. Listener donors make this program possible. Thanks again. 
Look for This Way Out Radio on social media. Email us at info at thiswayout.org or write to us at P.O. Box 1065, Ascendros, California, 90078, USA. For associate producer Alicia Chappelle and the entire This Way Out crew, I'm Greg Gordon. Thanks for listening online at thiswayout.org or wherever you get your podcasts and on WVEW, Brattleboro, Vermont, KICI, Iowa City, Iowa, to RRR, Grades in New South Wales, and a wide array of community, terrestrial, and internet radio stations around the world, including this one. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay tuned.